hello and welcome back to uh, Boys Gone Wild. Thank you for being patient. We were, have taken one of our very few weeks off. Uh, I always feel the energy in the air gets a bit salty when we take a week off. Do you know what I mean? That you feel like, you know. Yeah. There's just a feeling of like, there's some negative energy in the air. Well, we've given them too much of a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're getting cocky with it. I think they're getting cocky with it because it's this requires quite sustained energy, actually. Yeah. And to I think in order for the quality of the pod to maintain, we've got to have some weeks. So it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Sean was having called me and had had a go at me for not take, taking a week off. He was asking if I take, took a week off the Patreon. And then he said I was stealing. Uh, and then Wait, what do you mean? Because he, he, he doesn't take the weeks off his Patreon. And I was like, yeah, because your podcast is 20 minutes, mate. Yeah, it's 20 and minutes. And you shoot them all in like a day. That's true. This is the, the emotional toll this podcast ha- takes on us is immense. Look at that massive mug. <laughs> Look at this. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you very much um, for enjoying your Christmas. I hope you guys had a good crimbo. Did you have a good Thanks crimbo? Thanks for enjoying your Christmas, guys. Yes. I really appreciate that. Did you have a good Christmas? It was just a funny thing to say. No, I don't much. think I've ever heard someone thank someone else for enjoying <laughs> their own Christmas. <laughs> And a happy new yeah. year. Did you have a good Christmas? Uh, I did have a good Christmas. Um, it was a... Um, we, Christmases are getting generally better. Better and better. Really? Uh, yeah, they're getting better. It's an unpopular opinion. Uh, I mean, from that dip of them being like the best thing ever. Well, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that the magic of Christmas was removed because of COVID. How so? Because every day was Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. You could spend every... When you spend every day with your loved ones... Then They're you no longer your loved ones. Exactly. They but resented ones. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's more that because everyone took like a couple of years kind of off from Christmas, that it wasn't, that there was something, that the magic was lost in a way. It wasn't everyone, I think there's also an expectation. That circle was broken. <laughs> if, if, if you will. <laughs> but I think there was kind of a, again, it's an expectation thing, mm. which comes up far too often. But that, you know, we're going to come back for a big Christmas. There's no COVID, essentially. I mean, it exists, but not to a, no. enough of a degree to change anything. Yes. But I don't, people were saying it didn't really come back as hard as they thought it would. Didn't hit as hard. Wasn't uh, as Merry Litmus. Merry Litmus. Yeah. Uh, when you say people, could you. No, I how don't. Big I, a, well, no, I'm not, protect, not, not names. I wish to protect my sources. No, not names, but I'm just saying, like, out of the polling you did. Is well, it so I enough? To, it's probably is it, if it's one person is what I'm asking. Is it one person? It's three. Okay, three, and it wasn't that sizable. That yeah. counts, and that's a hundred percent hit right. I just need to check that it's not one. That's the key thing. Yeah, no, I think three. we both have a habit of saying people are saying this, and then yeah. it's one of our incredibly mentally ill friends said yeah. it, um, and, and then we use that to extrapolate vast sets of data. Yes. <laughs> it's true. But no, this is... I've no, heard a three few people is fair. Three people's enough. Yeah. And I, but I think we were talking in conjunction with the age. People yeah. are getting to a... I mean, we, I think we discussed this actually last Christmas. Mm. But, you know, you're getting to an age where it's, it's, the magic is well and truly gone. Mm. And you can't... And you're not really enjoying it with a family. No. As in your own kids or yeah. something where you can kind of instill that magic in them it's now just a bit like oh i've got to see my uncle yeah yeah even uncle. though my uncle's a great guy yeah, yeah, i thought you liked your uncle i, I do it, like my it, uncle. it seemed like you're throwing some shade but no, that was a broader it was a broader point. well if i had to see my Kerwin yeah. uncles that would have been a different thing how many of them steve michael <laughs> anna patricia <laughs> williams my father there's only two you steve. only got two you only got two uncles. Well, they were women steve michael mary anna patricia william bernadette elizabeth the Irish. Yeah, they're all a lot of them are women. I've never never really realised that. Steve Steve Michael Mary Allen three. Something that we're trying to work on. And then dad's four, so it's four out of eight. Because now we've got a pretty good it's like basically the, the side of the family that I like to spend time with the most uh, are so badly organised. They're great people, mm. but the ship runs so poorly. It's like it's sort of like being stuck in a sort of like a Peter Rabbit novel. Or just like a a ship, no, no. poorly run, stuck in the it, ocean. They're all the, this side that you've met, Fee and Andy. They're like char- they they're like characters from a children's book. They're like Roald Dahl characters. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They're like they, these people shouldn't exist. They're yeah. like the quaintest people you've ever Big met. Glowy faces. Yeah, exactly. They, do you know what? Going to their flat, house is a lot like the house in Ron Weasley's. 
yes. house and Harry. That's yeah, very right. much, yeah. and yeah. it's that sort of clutter and mess. Uh, no, so that side of the family, we they're great people. Really get on with them, but it's just you an go in, absolute like nightmare. A bird's, but then I, I think what I've realised is that my pot of gravy. because my aunt is so. So my aunt's never been earlier than two hours late for something in her life. Um, she's all and has no concept. That's of time. mad. That yeah. can't be true. No, I, there was a bit of exaggeration, but never. She's never been earlier than two hours late. Just. No conception of she time. She sounds like a bitch. <laughs> I, thought you said, I thought you said you just liked her. I love your aunt. Yeah. But if she was two hours late, <laughs> minimum to everything, I'd hate her. It's not far off. I'll tell you that for free. This big mug is going to be a nightmare. Um, but my mum's actually not that much better. So I think the main problem I have with that side and even being at home is that the delegation of tasks is so poorly done uh, and my mum is so bad at communicating. This is on Christmas Day. We're talking. This is the whole because I'm there for eight days. Remember, right? Uh, and she insists on home making everything. Um, yeah. So everything has basically she, every all the food has to be on such a high standard, which I guess is nice. But at what cost? I sometimes ask. What's she home making that's extravagant? Sort of like um, little macaroons, bread sauce, cranberry sauce. The fucking like bread sauce we need. Right. Yeah. Do we need to m- make that? Do we have to get? Do That's we need true. to stress about like we're, I think we're out cranberry, of time? Do we need sauce is a line that you say <laughs> just fucking buy it? Just buy it. Just buy it. It's not. It, and the cranberry sauce is really good, but like, do we need or sort out before mince pies? She makes her own mince pies. It's like just, are you, just get your everything's homemade. Does it have to? Yeah. And it, the amount of stress it causes. She doesn't really want to spend any time with her family. No, exactly. So it's a lot of washing up and setting up and just blending this cranberry sauce is a good and excuse it, not to catch up with the children. Exactly. So I think. We're try- and like they're they're quite against sort of takeaways or any sort of eating out, but then they spend similar amounts of foot money on yeah. home making every. They've got to make their own biryani. <laughs> exactly, biryani. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, takeaway. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it now. Um, but they're all like that. They all have this weird. They all always this whole side of the family have to always be walking or cooking or cleaning. There's no. There's no sitting. It's basically, in. sitting is sin. Yeah. It's like. You, being allowed if you stop moving being, you'll die yeah and then my other side of the family my dad's side of the family always half an hour early yeah always on time never miss like my my grandparents are in their 90s and they were still just yeah. never never late for anything everyone's always there no one forgets anything and the vibes just aren't there though you know why because they sit down well just because we're we're just all kind of nasty fuckers we all know it yeah but that whole side of the family they're all just like that no ev- one really ev- cares. It's everyone's got a nasty edge to them. Yeah, there's just a lot of autism on that side. Yeah. Um, so it's st- stuck between, you know, autism and ADHD. Yeah. You it's either have to continuously stir the cranberry sauce, or you have to sit in silence. It's sort of like it feels like a German and Italian, you know. Right. Germans turn on, up on time. Yeah. Not great to talk to. Italians, they're fucking your wife. They're late, but yeah. they bring something. Yeah. Well, that's um, fair. How about your Christmas? It was very nice. It was. It had a it had a rocky start because I went down on Christmas Eve and um, then went. I was I was staying at my sister's. Was there not house. train strikes? Yeah, but I got the last one. Oh, nice. Um, no hitches. Thanks for asking. Um, got to Burgess Hill and I immediately felt like I was in Burgess Hill. Burgess Hill was the most. Well, when you got out of Burgess Hill, I felt I was in Burgess Hill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what i felt like spooky pretty weird if you ask me <laughs> was it because you saw the train station sign that said burgess hill no i saw i saw burgess hill florist i was like i think i'm in burgess hill, <laughs> yeah. i think i might have made there's a burgess creepy hill. vibe yeah. around um no you can everyone um there's a there's a thickness to the atmosphere in burgess hill it's i've never the air hangs thick the air hands the air hangs thick yeah, yeah. i but the thing I notice the most about Sussex is they use the word pikey so liberally. But su- su- Sussexians. Anyone in Sussex uses the word pikey, which I yeah. understand is a bit of a slur, isn't yeah. it? It's not. It's but quite... is that not countryside? I don't know. Oh, it's definitely... Yeah. That anyone, everyone gets away with it. It's yeah. like stepping into a different age where yeah. different words are acceptable. But there's, it's, there is a different level of it being accepted there. But Were you quite taken aback by the use of pikey? Oh, a lot, yeah. Were you quite? Did you say? Did like, you take offence from your metropolitan liberal? I went, actually, guys, I've lived in London for a couple of years. <laughs> you can't be so. <laughs> and we've decided together that you can't do that. Can't you can't do pikey. That. How bad is pikey though? It's not good. It depends how much stank you put on it. 
I think it's more about the frequency of which you use it, which yeah. I think I heard about. In genuine honesty, from my weekend there, I probably heard about 10 Pikeys. 10 Pikeys? 10 Pikeys. And used in... Was there any... Were they referring to any, for want of a better term... Pikeys? No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say no, that No, I'd either. say travellers. But that's not what a pikey is. <laughs> no, is you're thinking me. of gypsies. Yeah, your mind's just your mind's just been blown. You know, fucking. What are pikeys? Well, that's a good question. So it has to be offensive, and I think it's a bit like a use of like an asbo. Okay, I guess chav. Yeah, pikey is that with a Y? Yeah. I know. Maybe it says a traveller or Romani. Yeah, that's it's a racist term for gypsies. But well, that's not how they use. I've never understood. I thought like pikeys would be uh, for me, and I think how they use it in Burgess Hill is kind of. uh, like a like Bovril people. Yeah, bog folk. Bog folk. <laughs> See, these are words they should be using. It's far less offensive. No, like a horrible, a horrible. It's, it's, there's got a class stank to it. Sure, but it's more because the people there's quite working class people who are saying it, but it's the people who choose to like live in Bovril. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it, it just always sits, but it's used as a descriptive word rather than as a, uh, an insult. Well, like a factual thing. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, so those, this, uh, those uh, Bovril people a, <laughs> came round. Oh, the two pikeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the pikeys. A bit of a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those pike, pikeys down the road. I was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're a bit pikey. And I'm just, I'm just trying to eat my lamb. Mother's a pikey. He's half pikey. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Dad's a jippo. Mum's be- a pikey. <laughs> But definitely. I was. That was what I was most taken aback with. Have you ever eaten a pikelet? <laughs> what a pikelet! Yes. Yeah. Do, do, do you get offended by that? Yeah, a bit. <laughs> a bit. I'm just like, can we just call it something else? Because I've got a very sensitive frame of mind. It's a thin crumpet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've spoken about it on the fucking okay. podcast, right. the pikelet. But that was strange. There's yeah. definitely an atmosphere. That it was nice to be back in Sussex. I had a great time. But this, the, and I went, I went out to Burgess Hill, mm. and it's just I told you about that accent that my cousins have that that they all everyone of that age because I was hanging out with them as well, and they're like twenty nineteen. How do you 18. fit in? I don't. Really. Do they think you're a Nancy boy? <laughs> I think they used to think I'm a Nancy boy. They definitely. They definitely used to take, like, because I was, they're both younger than me, so I've got two male cousins. Because you're getting a bit side. metropolitan, I can imagine, for their, a bit rich for their blood. Well, I've always, yeah, I they were always my, like, pu- punching bags, because they were younger, so I'd used to oh, bundle them and have fun Wait, who with is them. this? Sorry. Reese and Tom. Cousins. English. Brothers, English, English, English. Yeah, English cousins. Yeah. I don't, I, it's never the dad, never the it's Irish. never dad's side. Because they're bikies. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> They are. That's why this you're, is why I get offended. Do you think that's why I get offended? That's my cousins that, you're talking about, actually. <laughs> that's all 27 <laughs> of my cousins. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, they are. It's because you're half pikey is why you took offense. I'm half pikey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. I'm half pikey. Do they know you're half pikey? <laughs> I don't think they do. Because I think, because I am half pikey, but <laughs> I'm half pikey, but it's definitely not, it's not showing. No. There's nothing about me that reeks of pikey. Yeah. Because dad kind of split from the pikeys. Sure. So I don't. they don't <laughs> see pikey in me. And I think they could probably see more. They see Nancy boy, definitely. <laughs> but, but, but they don't know that under this Nancy boy clothing, you're no, a but pikey. They, I think fortunately, because of, uh, in honesty, to answer your question sincerely at the risk of... Alienating half alienating of our fan base. Everyone. <laughs> no, I think they've... Um, so they used to they used to think I was a Nancy boy. Yeah. I think they're quite... They're they're a bit like oh he does they, they like the comedy and stuff. Sure, sure. So I think they show me off to their friends a bit because they all yeah. they're all on TikTok so they all know who we are. That was I've, that was one of the most I've been recognised as at a Birdsill pub by strangers. Some strangers, but then like to be. Were you fair, a local celeb? If there was, you, it like, looked <laughs> like I was making a New Year's Eve appearance, <laughs> like a Christmas Eve appearance. And we got that, start that guy from TikTok. He's gonna, he's gonna host the bingo night. I will be like, and the next one is fifty-four. Um, no, but I think, and also part of it is because you should start doing stag do's where you get handcuffed to one of the stags. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> I mean, dragged along with this. This is awkward. Um, I think. Part- was this when you messaged me? Was this on Christmas Eve when you went? To, with the Burgess Hill boys. So that was with... That was different. That was with your sister's, sister's boyfriend. Yeah. friend. Then I went back to have... Di- and we got... And they... Dr- I was out with the rugby lads. Yeah. 
they drink like trauma drinking <laughs> and they've got it yeah they've all got it and it all comes out yeah <laughs> but there's a joyous thing in the way that they um they will laugh at anything and you've got to respect it anything about themselves i heard the most harrowing story <laughs> in my in i have ever heard about <laughs> one of them and he was he was do, he was absolutely taking the piss out of himself doing it yeah it was and it became a running joke yeah that he was abused as a child on several occasions twice it was twice it was twice and you got to respect that i was How? i was kind of in awe I was in awe of the, you know, that's if... Where you, you told wanna... me about this, about y your sister's boyfriend's friends, and there's this sort of joyous, a lot of stuff that's unhealthy and not looked at, but forget about that. Forget about that. Forget about that. Look at the comedy. Look at the comedy. So on the surf, obviously there's a lot of stuff that needs to be unpacked, maybe, but for the, when you're all drinking with people you would rarely see, yeah. they were, he was opening up about being twice sexually assaulted as a child. Yes. Um, now... In stand-up, obviously. Annoyingly, because of my conversation <laughs> with him, every time you say that, I laugh. Because I can picture him talking about it. Yeah, it was and it's very obviously, obviously very serious, but... Well, it's not for him. Well, it is for him. But he's laughing it should about be it, for so him. we're allowed to laugh about yeah. it. About him, not about other people. Because yeah. he offered it up as a joke. Now, <clears throat> obviously, going to Edinburgh every year, a big part of Edinburgh is... Artists working through their trauma, sure. often through comedy. Sure. Uh, and there's a lot of craft. It was like, like a mini Edinburgh <laughs> in the pure pub in Burgess Hill, yeah. How much craft did he have on the storytelling aspect of his trauma? I don't want to do him a disservice. Was there pathos? There wasn't any pathos. <laughs> no, it's mostly just the... And it's a different kind of comedy to the pretentious Nancy boys in Edinburgh yeah, trying yeah. to work through their trauma. This is, I'm going to say, the most aggressive thing I can say. Yeah. And say, the joke comes from when he's talking... There's of, not subtext when, there. There's no subtext. No. It's pure... I got assaulted The as a worst. Child. I'm going to keep saying the worst thing that happened yeah. to me, but louder and make it worse. To and stop the voices. To stop the voices. But my word, did I laugh? Yeah. Did he get you... Go did he he get got you me... Go I was... I was on the floor at one point because <laughs> it was fucking hilarious because you can't you can't contend you can't like, what, beat that yeah when he because it's like in the way he's saying it and I'm not I wasn't I'm just going to clarify I wasn't really drunk and he was opening up to us not making any <laughs> jokes so I'm like then what happened <laughs> he did what it happened again did it <laughs> um, Christ we're no, coming in hot this year we are coming in hot well no it's not but it's an interesting conversation about how people deal with trauma yeah. I mean that you know, well, that's how, how, not, much, how interesting was that conversation about? Fascinating. Did you did you discuss? No, no, I no, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't this what was conversation discussed. about yeah. how do you do it. That you didn't, as a group, you guys didn't discuss how how interesting it is how people do. do well, we we did, no, but it was more that was what was implied. Sure. No, because part of it was he was because my sister's uh, um, training to be a psychologist yeah. and a counselor at the moment. Key worker. And, yeah, she's a key worker. Good. Um, namaste. Uh, namaste to her. <laughs> It's Christmas, <laughs> and she. So she is like she looks at him, and in a very justifiable way, goes, "Oh, she knows him as well." Yeah, yeah. And he was like complaining how she hates him, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not surprised." What, um, because of what happened to him. Because of what happened to him, and Melissa can't deal with any kind of trauma for anyone else. <laughs> she finds it disgusting, and it and really, blames the victim really hard in she's her line a, of work. What being a victim? So she's, a, she's a key worker. She's not a good one. <laughs> So she's got a lot of co controversial essays. She does, which should have come out. Always the victim's it's fault. Always the victim's fault. But so when she, so he, she's obviously met him loads of times, and we'll, we'll have been privy to this jokes because yeah. he won't change for anyone. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Um, but she obviously looks at him and goes, "Jesus Christ, yeah. you need to go to therapy." Yeah. And he goes, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go and drink with my friends and make jokes about it." Now, look, you should go to therapy, obviously. But at least he's talking about it. At least it's not eating away at the insides. At least, and like he will speak more seriously with his. I mean, I only met him for like four hours. Mm. He will speak more seriously with some of his other friends and with Joe. Actually, they did. They yeah. it, this, the conversation did go serious. We had a chat about it, and then it kind of went up and down. Okay, but at least he's out there talking he's like about a, it. He's like a conductor about how the people laugh. A conductor of child molestation. No, no, yeah, because it is his fault. No. Um, <laughs> He's a conductor of how other people are allowed to laugh at his trauma. Yeah, exactly. So as soon as he comes in, you're on the floor laughing. But like that, so actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you have to stop immediately. You have of to course. stand back up and then be like... But that's fun. That's my ideal night. Because if he, as about... soon as he stops laughing, then suddenly all laughter's off the table. Then it's like... But then you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You've got your glasses on. Mm. Well, in honesty, mm. he didn't want... I was pushing it. I, I probed a little bit. I kind of went with a with a gentle chopstick rather than a fork. Sure. I kind of just touched yeah. him on the yeah. belly yeah. because we had Chinese. Yes. And I went, what, what's this? <laughs> the trauma chopstick. Was, hey, come on, mate. More. Um, no, I kind of prodded a little bit because I was like, this is mental. I want to hear more. Yeah. Just about how he was feeling about you it. You don't so, get this stuff all the time. This doesn't have fall in your lap. It doesn't. Yeah. Because I see all the people same in London people go to the fucking therapy. I know all of their traumas. <laughs> They're not as interesting as his this was great not good not great yeah but great but great in the way the british empire was great it was well great no like um yeah well no no i i'm i'm rejecting the metaphor but not necessarily good i'm I'm rejecting it because it was it was great to to be privy to a conversation like that okay um rather than it being massive yeah yeah okay go go um but that so he yeah that was that was great, and I just found it interesting. I um, just in the way of dealing with it because it's he's a, they're rugby lads, so partly you'd expect you've got. I always find it very moving as well when someone like that gets quite emotional. Oh, mate, it's mate, it gets, me, gets in a, me gets me in a place that I I didn't think could. a big bear man opening up about his emotions. And he was a big bear man. Yeah, yeah. I was with two big bear because it is silly. Yeah, it's undeniably silly to be muscly and sad. Mm. Crying, you know, it is it, visually. It it is again. I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't. Yeah, I. There, it's kind of funny if you're if you're like stuck in the sixties. It's kind of funny. Oh, muscle man cries. You yeah. know, like the the, the, the ape like kind of figure and the tear is visually. It's a funny image. But that's I, that's probably especially you know that's problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to drop that word. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the child rape. Well, it's more that he had like quite funny. He had a mullet. Okay, that's funnier to cry at when yeah. you wear when you got a mullet because a mullet is the definition of I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. This man had things to care about. Sure, um, but yeah, so that was that was nice, and it was it was just interesting to see behind the veneer of the rugby lads. It was definitely the same, you know, the drinking. Fuck me, I was on. I came down and within about two hours, I made the mistake of saying I like whiskey. Yeah. Um, so I think by within two hours I'd had something like six pints and mm. three whiskeys. Yeah. So I felt dreadful on Christmas Day. Yeah. That was a whole different thing. It's like you with festivals. It's the same thing. It's just first, first day. First day. First day. I get too gassed. <laughs> get far too gassed, and then <laughs> and then it all goes downhill. Every yeah. Best Christmas ever. No. Not the next worst, day. Worst Christmas Day. Just throwing up in. My sister's toilet, who Christmas has, Day, who Merry is, Christmas, who is OCD and is afraid of vomit. Ah, uh, good to have you back, Drew. Good to have me back. Um, so I, I guess what I find interesting about that is, is there any way that he could have been molested as a child and not gone to therapy? Yeah, and just done rugby and actually been all right with it. Can you just be okay with something like that happening? Or is it always <clears throat> going to be unresolved trauma unless you resolve it? Is there no way? Well, it depends what you mean by okay. I think you Smashing can be a functioning member 25 of pints in Burgess Hill. I think he's, he sounds pretty okay. <laughs> he was kicked out at 6.30pm. Yeah, that's still, within, still that's within the remit. Still, that's, that's still okay. We just need to do that. Well, no, okay. Yeah, but okay. You can probably be a functioning member of society, yeah. but you're probably going to have some quite... There's going to be something going on. Always. There's, <coughs> there's going to be a coping mechanism Always. happening. And that coping mechanism... I mean, you could be. You could look successful from the outside because you might have developed like narcissism and mm. that will kind of allow you to be successful in this society. Yeah. But there's... So it might not be overt, but there's going to be something that happens, and I think. Yeah. There must be. Yeah, it must be, surely. There must be. I did, there, maybe there's a couple of cases. Maybe two. Maybe two. There's only two. <laughs> maybe two. But again, it's like, yeah. Well, uh, well, but then you could say, like, no one's really okay. What is completely okay? Yeah, that's what I would say to him when he's telling me about be his like, I get it, but... <laughs> Everyone's struggling. <laughs> See the cost of living. Everyone's got, you know, everyone's got trauma. <laughs> I felt anxious last week, so <laughs> you know. Thanks for asking me about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The rest is the rest is good, actually. Kind of just standard. You get drunk with a lot of alcohol. I've felt it in the last few days, but yeah. but we're back now. But Does your English side go harder than your Irish side? 
I don't the, spend time with my Irish yeah, side. Okay, the amount because the amount of times I've told you on this podcast <laughs> is the, is tell you all this all it's the time. Gone. Don't ask me about the Irish side because <laughs> I don't know the fucking answers. <laughs> I don't see them. But then I found I've accidentally got a new Christmas tradition. Mm. which I realized I did last year. But every time it gets Christmassy, I crave watching the entire catalog of Mission Impossible. The entire catalog? I watched it all. And I fucking loved it. Mission all Impossible, of it? Mission Impossible is great. Great. Well, I want to talk about this. Yeah. Um, are you watching this solo? I watched every single one of them by myself, yeah. Every single one? Every single one of them by myself. It was a me time, you know. So wh- wh- how does that manifest itself during Christmas Day? Are you getting up early? I didn't say I watched it all on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> I watched... Where's Andrew? I think he's on Mission Impossible 4. I'm on three. <laughs> Give me an hour. Um, no, I watched I watched them throughout the, the close Christmas period. So you I'm weren't t- down for that long. No, I didn't watch them all when I was down. I watched one. Bef- okay, so you watched, I watched one back up here. Before, two before I left, but that was like the twenty. Did you watch any with, with, with your girlfriend? None, no. None? She wouldn't get it. So all of them? All of them by myself. How many? How many? One, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. Then I think it goes <laughs> Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation. There's one more. Because I know you've got go. this in your locker. This is, this is, you're, you're actually a big franchise guy. Yeah. You love it. You love. You love sitting into a franchise and like yeah. that's my week. That's yeah, me sort. Of. <laughs> it's like it's like meal prepping. Yeah, it is. You're like, like great. Like, that's got, what I'm watching. Got more <laughs> Tom later. I've got a bit into Tom Cruise. I was looking up all his stunts and stuff. It's very impressive. He is impressive. He's a, he's an interesting man because I think he got. I I was so when I was getting conscious of films and celebrities, he was the Scientology guy, and it's a shame because he should be the stunt guy. Sure, he does. Oh, you think shit. you think stunt should pr- tr- should? He's yeah. a stunt guy. I think he should be the stunt guy. No, I'm love Tom Cruise. He should be the action film guy, not the Scientologist. But he he's a freak. Yeah, yeah of he's course. a genuine freak. Yeah. Um, and but I I just think I just find it so impressive. How, he all of his box all his box every film he does does well. Yeah, of course it does. No one has better numbers than him. Yeah, it's just amazing. So interesting little tidbits about him. Right. Um, he uh has a portable gym that he takes with him from set to set. Like, like, what the fuck does that even mean? So cr- cr- crush down. And, it's like a built, is, is his gym. Like a pop-up tent. I imagine it's better than that. Inflatable? No, yes, it's yeah. inflatable. Like pull-up but bars. What's inflatable it, dumbbells. It's so no, only, it's just Tom, air, it's just only Tom's in allowed in this gym. All right. So it's probably like a trailer or something. Uh, and above it says, only the motivated may enter. Love it. Now, <clears throat> now only he's allowed in there. Yeah. You can imagine that's Shade. not the, that's not the only thing because that's written on the door. Yeah, that's what everyone else can see. Imagine yeah. and the they're shit not allowed in there. Imagine the shit because <laughs> they're not motivated. They're not motivated. <laughs> it could be interpreted as a bit of a dig to the crew. But what I love is his his focus is just fascinating. Yeah, only yeah, motivated. Yeah. What do you think? He's definitely got shit written on his dumbbells, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> only the powerful may live. <laughs> Imagine the shit that he's got written all over that mo- mo- mobile gym. If yeah. that is what's on the 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 front door, well, I think pull up bar. I think it might be because if you look at the behind the scenes footage of Mission Impossible, which oh, I, which I, I, I haven't which managed to, I'd catch recommend that. you all do. Um, <laughs> that there's, you know, is this DVD extras or YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. Because, well, it would be DVD extras back in the day, but now it's more available on the internet. Media's changing. Media's changing. The media and- landscape. Well, a lot of people are skeptical about it, but if it allows me to see the full catalogue of behind-the-scenes footage of the Mission Impossible, I think we've done pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, he's on it all the time. It's coordinating the stunts. It's, you know, partially directing. He's He is... he is Tom um, Cruise. Ethan Hunt. He is him. Because mm. um, that is his... Ca- that is... Everything else is a variation on Ethan Hunt. Tom Cruise does really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jack like Reacher. more Ethan Hunt, less Ethan Hunt, but <clears throat> Ethan Hunt is base zero. That is Ethan. That's true. Is, that is that's Tom clearly Cruise. his passion project. Yeah. That's his thing. You know, even him and Top, Tropic Thunder, that's bald, angry Ethan Hunt if he was a... Is he in Tropic Thunder? You know, the big hand... I can't remember Tropic Thunder. Best His best role ever. Really? He plays oh, watch a movie mogul um, yes! with the giant hands. I do remember yeah, yeah, that. yeah. 
But everything is... I, for a minute, I thought you mistook Tropic, Tropic right, Thunder right. with Top Gun and I was about to have a field day, but uh, it's a shame. Or it'd be funny if I thought Ben Stiller was t- um, Tom Cruise for that whole film as well. That's true. Or Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that would actually be funnier. Because he does blackface. Yeah. Um, but but uh, so, wait, because so you shoot. see him behind the scenes, you pop. know, pop. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> you go for it. it, go for it. Um, so you see him across all the set, you know, he, he spends a hell of a lot of energy and time. Mm. He's focused, he's locked in, he's ready to go. Yeah. He's the only one allowed in the gym. I, I, I don't I don't think it's a gym in there. I think that's his secret crying place. Oh. Only the motivator <laughs> may enter, gives it the veneer required so that no one comes in. It yeah. really is. Just going to pump some irons in here. Exactly. The, the work never stopped. <laughs> comes out, wet face, sweat. Yeah. Oh, mm. ask more to go in there. And what would it say? Only the sensitive. It would be a really may, padded. Only the sensitive soft, may sit. It would be like a. It, <laughs> it would be like a soft children's playground. Yeah, there, where he like can a just roll around in the woggles and cry. I'm confident. I'm confident in that. Because he can't. No one, no one can't, else is allowed in there. No one else is allowed in there. Yeah, that's his special. And place. he seems to be quite communities. You know, with the crew, he, he's he works well with people. So. Why would he say no to letting them go in their gym? Because the gym is actually somewhere where he cries. It's a soft child's playground. If you're going to pull off that level of intensity, you do need to have a release. You need to have a cry. Yeah. Only the motivated may enter. Only the, only the tearful may leave. <laughs> only the tearful may leave. <laughs> so apparently, um, while he's filming, yeah. no one's allowed to look him in the eyes. Too right. Um, and He's Ethan Hunt. He's Ethan Hunt. So he speaks over the tannoy. And Wait, goes, what do you mean? When so when he's filming? When he's on on set? On set, you can't look at. It. Well, I think when when he's the scene started, when he's going to be filming, right? No one looks. Yeah, I think just generally, and then he comes over the tannoy. Hey guys, you're all doing a great job. I love you all, but uh, I just got to say, when I'm filming, it's just something that helps me focus, stay like in the zone. In the room. Yeah, please don't look me in the eyes. <laughs> well, that would be that's like a quirky acting thing. Yeah, that's he, he's, when he's shooting. No, no, he's going to have all of this. He's a mentalist. He, the guy is a freak of nature. He has had not lived a normal life. Of course, he's going to have this. But he, when you deliver those numbers, I don't. Normally, when you do hear want, it, yeah. when you hear actors do that, you're like, oh, well, no. Tom Cruise is allowed to do it. He ba- he runs you know, that. Because the behind how the many is, Mission Impossible's are there? There's well, there's one, two, and three, and I think it goes Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and then there's one other. I think there's six. Could you rank... So I was talking with oh, Matt on New Year's yeah. and we were talking about how one of the worst films we've ever seen is Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, the two's the worst one. It's so dog shit. It's, unbe- it's actually unbelievable. I would have liked to be included in that conversation, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, <laughs> Mission Impossible 3, I thought, was really good. Yeah. With Philip Seymour Hoffman. That, was, that is my controversial favourite. I think it's the best. Yeah. And, but, but I haven't seen the others, so... Well, the others step up in terms... Because there's... Two is some, one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yeah, two's dog shit. Tease really bad. I'll get them all up. So when you reach Mission Impossible 2, because yeah. you'd seen them all before, hadn't you, though? So this is a rewatch, wasn't it? Of course. Okay. I did last I, year. If I, if, I, if I reach Mission Impossible, you did it last year. <laughs> What's your face when you're watching it? <laughs> what for all fail? Just, whoa. Um, so... One, two, three, there's seven. What one did I miss? Oh, that's the new upcoming one, which isn't there. Are you going to watch that in cinema? It would be rude not to. Do you think there's, do you feel that you... No, that's, what the, what the fuck is Mission Impossible 8? Oh, that's 2024. They've got two planned. It is six, yeah. Now, how do you feel about Fallout. the famous... Yeah. That's the last one. How do you feel about the famous um, sort of the face morphing thing? Now, what's your views? So, if for those of you who don't know, do you want to explain? Do you want to explain the technology to the <laughs> listeners? I'm really upset you brought that up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what are your thoughts as a you know as a big fan of the franchise? What do you think about that as a narrative des- device? I've I know the answer to this. Well, can you explain to them what what it is? <laughs> <laughs> so in <laughs> in maybe all of the films. <laughs> In maybe all of the films, they have this um, little box which you then open, yeah. and, like um, a briefcase, sort of. Yeah, yeah. it's well, it's no, it's a, it's a cube. Sorry, sorry. it's a cube sorry, ratio. Sorry. It's not like a briefcase. The technology isn't ready yet for it to be contained within a single briefcase. So it's like a cube, yeah. and you basically input. You input um, someone, so like their. I think you need some DNA from them, so like, like a fingerprint, like a fingerprint or some hair. <laughs> 
and you put you put that into the queue and then it whirs away and it will basically sculpt their face out of the yeah. tube and then when you put that you put that kind of mask thing on you then exactly become that person and then you can put a voice modulator on and what's the voice hear, how does the voice modulator so work it needs to hear their voice but that, that technology actually improved after mission impossible 3 oh time's moving on it's, time is people moving are always on. and it's fair yeah. you know that technology could develop the thing is they went pretty hard with that technology early on in the film so it doesn't have a lot of room to the voice modulator puts it on and what's uh, that? What's this? What you, so you, you seem to be you, pinching yeah, at your neck. Next. Yeah, so they'll put on a little plaster here. <laughs> and you can kind of go, once they hear what their voice so, sort sounds of a plaster. like. Yeah, sort of a plaster. Yeah. Sort of a plaster on their neck, yeah. Um, and then that, once they once that technology hears the voice of the person. Just a sentence. Just a sentence, or maybe a bit more. In Mission Impossible 3, when he's in the bathroom with Philip Seymour Hoffman, he needs two sentences. Two sentences. Um, so once that's on... <laughs> the lazy, um, what was it, the quick fox ran over the lazy dog. What's that thing? Oh, I do you know that. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what it is, yeah. uh, but it's something like that. Yeah. No, but that's different no because that was a, that, they the technology is odd because sometimes they need that sometimes they don't <laughs> sure. um they did in one film never again well, like, my phone sometimes <clears throat> doesn't charge properly that's you know? true it's no, you're thing. absolutely right <laughs> you're absolutely right it's like the different iphones but so you put it on and once it's got the voice of it you'll be able to then replicate their voice as well so you essentially become the person and how yeah. they reveal that on every time is you see them it's always a, a kind of circular shot going round the room and then they'll put the mask on and then the, the camera will suddenly disappear behind someone else and then once once it's come up behind someone else, it's the actor. Yeah. It's the actor that they're impersonating playing it. Now, two Do you think they, they use two shots or do they quickly switch out the actors? They use two shots. They, the guy, the guy's not panting a bit because he's had to sit down so quickly. <laughs> you see Tom Cruise running, right. trying to duck behind the... <laughs> Um, now here's my thing with it here's your take here's my take on it <sighs> okay they I like it okay, when we know it's happening when it's used to deceive us I think it's cheap and lazy you're like come on one, I'm a big fan. I've one, already sold myself. We're meant to be the good guys. I'm on your side. You've, dece you've deceived me via the plot with that. That's when it becomes lazy. When there's a reveal, when they take off the mask, I go, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, every time, that's fucking unfair. Yeah. But when they're using the technology yeah. and you know they're using it, great. Yeah. I think it's in Rogue Nation. Sure. When... <laughs> when, when it's revealed that one of the guys... So the bad guy basically confesses everything to another bad guy, but it turns out that Simon Pegg is actually that bad guy. Simon Pegg's under there. And when it's used as a as a shock like narrative device for the audience, yeah. then I'm no 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 because I can't that's you can't have this impossible technology that you used to deceive me. Yeah. I need to know that you're using it to deceive other people. You can't invalidate every single person in the exactly, film. Because then now everyone it's an could infinite, be some, could it's be an Simon infinite Pegg. loop. Because Simon Pegg could be Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise could be Simon Pegg when they're just talking. Exactly. And then, well, it'll be, it'll be a great bit to do. <laughs> no, just halfway through the film. Just, <laughs> it'll be hilarious. But he couldn't possibly climb that building. Well, he is me. That what? should actually be the start. <laughs> That'd be great. the next one. Well, Simon Pegg's the one running up the skyscraper in Dubai. And they just take it. And you wouldn't ever be able to do that. Well, that's me. I'm that. I'm him. Oh, no. I think it would be more that everyone's in shock that Simon Pegg is climbing a mountain. And then it turns out they're just taking, they're just pranking. Oh, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't, oh. Member. No, Simon Pegg can't, otherwise you he loses that? his whole comedy perspective. If he becomes too efficient in Is the field. Is it not called character depth, narrative arc? Well, no, but then you have to bring in a new comedy character and Simon Pegg's great. Well, let's bring in another one. Or oh, do you think Simon Pegg? Perfect. Job for life. Job for life. <laughs> Deserves it. I think he's brilliant. Is that, would you say? And I like that he's in it because it, it shows think... that one day we could be in a Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think. Is that like, there's obviously, he loses some of his cred as like an, a British comedy indie darling. But in a way, is that the pinnacle of being a British comedian that you can reach? Being is being in a, the biggest, huge film franchise as the comedic relief. How no. do you get bigger than that? But I mean, that's sort of, in you know, if it's jobs in an industry, that's kind of like the top. Well, how are we you ranking? Could hope for. How are we ranking pinnacle? It's definitely pinnacle in one way. I feel. Of course, he's yeah. Of course, it's a pinnacle. It in feels one way. the furthest from an open mic you can get. <laughs> yeah, obviously. 
So obviously, but there's it, some always respect. But is for, it the greatest art you can create? No, no. 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 <laughs> I'm not shitting on the Mission Impossibles, no. but it's not the greatest art you no. can create in the comedy world. Yeah, it's a, you're in an action film. You're not in a comedy film. Yeah, but he does. He does work with it. He mm. does work with it. So that I just say, don't deceive the audience. Bring the audience on board. Let the agents do the deceiving. Yeah, and deceive the enemy. Don't deceive us. Yeah, we're your friends. We're the friends. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one. I think I will go see it in cinemas, actually. Are they going to use use the technology? I don't think there's a single film yet which they haven't. (laughs) So, unless they... Also, the height changes, they never address that. (laughs) Platform shoes. Don't ask me how they get shorter. (laughs) Well, to be honest... It'd be great if there's a tall guy and Tom Cruise is doing it. It's like... Why are you on stilts? Well, well, to be honest, it works because you so can't. So why are you on stilts? You can't get shorter, but it helps that Ethan Hunt's like four foot nine because he can always make himself taller. Yeah. No one's smaller than Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, is what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually works. Yeah. But then I do feel the stilts might give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect camouflage. <laughs> why are you using stilts? <laughs> Yeah, something's changed about you, Philip Seymour. Do you think it's often. the creaky wooden circus stilts you're using? No, just practicing <laughs> for a thing. That is, you know, that is quite a, that is quite a you becoming quite a you thing. I feel you've realised something about yourself with this now. Yeah, you're like this. You know what? This is me. Yeah, this is this well, is. Well, the all thing is, because I, I watched Mission Impossible's. I watched top. I watched the new Top Gun. Yeah, I thought it was shit. Oh really? I thought it was compared bad. to yeah, and there were because the you can't. It was good. Oh, so you think because that's what's interesting actually? Because I remember we said it was a bit disappointing. Yeah, but I guess that came from a bit of like I'm not really into those films. But you are into those films, so you're a bit more of a. Well, I'm not into those films. You're into Mission Impossible. Rogue I'm into Nation. Mission Impossible, the whole franchise. Because <laughs> there's like, but that's how I don't like action films because no. a, the action is boring. Yeah. But in Mission Impossible, the action is not boring at all. No. The action is fucking great. Yeah. And that, therefore, it's entertaining. It makes you feel, you actually go like, fuck. He's climbing a big... Jeez, I'm in a motorbike. <laughs> I'm having sex with this lady. Wow. <laughs> well, it's not smutty. No, he's it's, not It's not smutty. Bond. Because Tom Cruise is not actually that sexual. He's not a... No. I don't, I no. don't really buy any... He, 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 what, he la- what he makes up for in literally doing a backflip off a, you yeah. know, an aeroplane, he... Never done that. The... <laughs> <laughs> He de- definitely sexual chemistry. I don't see him as a very sexually charismatic guy. No, he's very much... Well, he was in love with uh, Michelle Monahay. Mahulahan. Yeah, Mahunahan. Mahunahan. Yeah. Um, and that's been a uh, character arc. Yeah. Never explain why they didn't work out. But Tom Cruise is gay as well. We know this. Yeah, we do know he's gay, actually. Which yeah. is why. Um, but we can't reveal... We can't really. We I can't reveal, we can't. We, can't I said reveal I our sources, but we I can confirm that Tom Cruise is a gay You would man. never believe what the source was if you did know. I'm going to say it, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> and that's as far as we'll go. You can't out him. That's on Patreon. Okay, yeah, fair. Bleep it. We, we got it, yeah. Bleep it. We've got to protect our sources, but Tom Crazy Cruise is a gay Tom man. Crazy Cruise. T- Tom, Tom Crazy Cruise. Um... I yeah, I think that the the face thing makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, but when you realise it's just s- sewing, um, not because when he's gay, cause not because it, it wasn't referencing he's gay. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought he, he feels like he's in a different body. What like when he's pretending to so be? So the a whole thing man. is a metaphor for him being gay, <laughs> which is why they use that facial technology because he feels he's living a lie to the outside world. Mission Impossible <laughs> coming out. <laughs> but his hardest mission. <laughs> Ghost Protocol. Who's <laughs> the gaming? Rogue Nation. Fallout. Well, Rogue Nation. That's Why? when he starts going to. What like, do you mean, Rogue Nation? The gay clubs. That's when yeah, he starts going to the gay sort, clubs. Yeah. Fallout is a, is a penis out of his bum. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's pop it back in. <laughs> <laughs> what mission possible? Pop it back in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I recommend everyone watch them. <laughs> Genuinely, I had a fucking riot because I watched one when I, I watched. I started watching Mission Impossible Three. You watch these in bed on your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I watched him in um, I I bet on Mission Impossible Three while I was working. <laughs> As you're doing, you're working while you're doing it. You're. It's Mission Impossible popping back in. That's got you. Mission Impossible popping back in. How to fall out? Um. No, not in bed whilst I was working. I, yeah. w- I watch all the things when I'm working on my monitor. <clears throat> so you're probably watching them? Well, no, that's the problem. So I started watching it because I thought it would be a good thing to put on whilst I work. But then I got 20 minutes through and I was like, I want to watch this properly. <laughs> and then watched it of an evening. We hosted New Year's here. Um, it's quite a good place to host, I think, actually. I was sceptical. I don't okay. know. We've had so many things yeah. here. It's taken you three years, essentially. No, I, I guess because, it, yeah, it's just like... It is a very uni-style house, but I realise we we, it we, do, matter. we do have the biggest one. Yeah, we have the biggest. We're very fortunate with the space we have, yeah, we but even well though the space it. is filled with rats and mould, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it's a it party. It, yeah. Who cares? It's true. Because you um, don't want it in like a flat. When there's crammedness and you have to s- spend a lot of time from get to get from one point of the room to another, that's not fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, it is in two sets. The one, obviously, it's a g- great solution, but... It's not the perfect layout. Like, a, sorry, I'm thinking about Mission Impossible again. Just what, what? Pop it back in. Pop it back in. Sorry, <laughs> I can't. This is laughing about it all the time of the week. Sorry. Um, sorry. Well, we, the plan was to have a class in New Year's, wasn't it? I think we nearly did it. We nearly pulled it off. We nearly did it. The numbers, because it was going to be like f- a close, the close friend group from home. Yeah. And then maybe keep it around fifteen. Yeah. And then have wine, cheese, cocktails, cocktails put the hootenanny on, play yeah. some games. Yeah. And then we did half of those things. Yes. But we, it was uh, then we remembered who we were. <laughs> well, we were always. It was always going to be a drunken affair. Yeah. That was that was always. It was always going to happen. But that's. It wasn't. It was a different kind. It wasn't like let's blare music, yeah. go old school party. Yeah. Because I think that was my idea. Was that. New Year's Eve is often a bad one because you're trying to do too much. You're trying yeah. to be like, let's play loud music. Let's do loads of drugs. Yeah, and yeah, let's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, just have a cheese out. board yeah. in Jules Holland. Yeah. The only thing was I spent fucking ages talking about this cheese board and then buying cheese. Yeah. And then I, wo- I woke... Why did no one eat it? Well, because I woke up the next morning and just I was talking to Elle and I just went, the fucking cheese board. I completely forgot. <laughs> no I forgot about the cheese board. Oh, that's yeah. why you've got a fridge filled with cheese at the yeah. moment. I've been loving it. <clears throat> I know. Little mouse. Um, yeah, and then we had uh, we made nachos, which was very, very nice. Yeah. Um, and then we tried, I think the idea of a board game, we tried. Um, well, we did a couple of successful yeah, it did, ones. It was a couple. We were talking about was, the one at the yeah, end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what I invited some... Um, comedians, friends of the pod, Paddy, Mike, Flood, the like. Um, and I think there was a period in the kitchen where everyone was making cocktails. And that's where it really accelerated the night. Because it had actually started off as a pretty classy affair. But then... Yeah. There was so many... It was, there was It was classy. There were so many cocktail stations. Yeah, yeah. And every time someone made a batch of cocktails, they wanted to give them to anyone who was standing near them. Yeah, So yeah. I ended up with three cocktails. I'd, I'd have an espresso martini, an old-fashioned, and a mart- and yeah, a, yeah. just a margarita. Yeah. And that within about 45 minutes, I think I drank maybe six or seven cocktails. Yeah. Um, sure. And that's when it was... We really floored it. Yeah. And that's when it well, was... Well, I was drinking from 2 p.m. Yeah, so... <laughs> I was, yeah, I was blazed. I was, I was fucked. I was cooking. I was absolutely fucked. I was seasoning chilli absolutely fucked. Yeah. So, well, not actually. Did you have a good New Year's? I had a great New Year's. Yeah. It was... It, I, the classiness worked because yeah, it, it was... Nice. It was a good amount. It was a good amount of people like where it was still fun. I smaller amount of people. Well. Yeah. That Because loads of our friends were away anyway. Yeah. So it was kind of everyone who's here come over. And it wasn't that druggy a vibe. It was like no, it wasn't. Which it is was what was the intention was it with alcohol. That was the intention. But what happens? When and that's more fun. It is more fun. But what happens when you when you don't have drugs? It does mean that you just fucking floor it when it comes to the alcohol. Yeah, there was. I fell asleep on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. The I was worried night. about you. I thought I thought you you were in a bad way. I didn't know that you were jovially asleep. No, I was I was quite jollily <laughs> asleep on the toilet. There was a there was like a whi- a whiskey. Yeah. On next on the toilet cabinet thing. Yeah. That was because that was the one that I'd put down intending fully to come back <laughs> to the party because it was basically when everyone was leaving yeah. to like say goodbye and then yeah. I kind of woke up and yeah. only Martha was left. Um 
Yeah, and then basically I'd assumed you'd taken yourself off to bed and Ella had gone to bed like two hours before <coughs> I thought you'd gone to bed anyway. Yeah. And so I thought she'd been asleep for like hours. Uh, and then Martha gets a message from Elle saying, where is Andrew? Um, and then I was like, oh no, I thought you'd been kidnapped. Like, it's the, it's I the thought end. you'd been bundled <laughs> it's, it's into all a van. Done. It's all done. Uh, and then me and Martha carefully went down the corridor to where the toilet was. Um, I was behind her shoulder going, you know, uh, and then she called your name out. We don't know who was in there. You yeah. know, praying at least. Uh, and it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he could be. Oh, maybe you woke me up. No, it was Martha. But I was there. Well, someone's sound woke me up. Oh, maybe. maybe I don't. I can't remember. I can't remember waking up. Um, but you were f fell asleep. How did you fall? How can you show? How would you? Uh, if you you sat on the toilet. Well, uh, do I need to do I need to demonstrate what yeah. it is to sit on the toilet? <laughs> no, but are you are you lounge back? How do you? How does one sleep on the loo? Well, it's hard to know how you slept when you were asleep. Is it head in hands? No. No, I think it was lounge back. <laughs> it was. If I had to guess, it was lounge back, arms akimbo. <laughs> And then kind of jolted. It was probably it was probably ten minutes. I was asleep. No. Yeah, it was. Do you think? Yeah, I wasn't. I because it was. You had gone. No, but everyone was saying their goodbyes, and that's when I went to the oh, toilet. Okay. And that's when I went fine. to the toilet. Fine, fine, fine. I hadn't been gone for that long. Oh, I swear you'd gone for ages. Like, what were you thinking? An hour? I thought you'd been gone for about an hour. No way. No, no way. I'd seen you in ages. Max twenty minutes. I don't know, man. Well, because everyone was you saying their goodbyes. I was asleep. It was a long time getting out as yeah. well. Um. Were you taking a shit? Well, yeah, I was on the toilet. So you, sorry, I know this is, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. I, um, I refuse immediately. So you're taking a shit. Sure. And midway through, you fall asleep. The mechanics of me falling asleep, I don't remember. I don't remember falling asleep because I didn't intend to fall asleep. It's like, it's hard enough asking someone in general, how and when did you fall asleep? I don't know. I was falling asleep. But particularly when it just hits you out of nowhere when you're on the toilet. I've got no fucking idea. Yeah. Is that the first time you've fallen asleep while taking a shit? It wasn't whilst. <laughs> I think I kind of stopped for a second. I, I kind of stopped and was like, just let's relax for a second. <laughs> and then that's when... Let's stop caning it. Yeah, I kind of relaxed my back yeah. and then yeah. that's when it all kind of went forward. But that is the first time that's happened to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never never <laughs> happened to that. I've fallen asleep on the toilet floor, but that was when I. That it's a good was, way to see in the new oh, year. Was, <laughs> well, the only other time I've fallen asleep in a toilet was in the first time I ever drank, yeah. and was being violently ill. Okay, yeah, and then was kind of then fell asleep on the floor because I just scared to go back to bed. Um, that's, <laughs> that's a good place to end uh, the main app. We're gonna do a Patreon episode now. What we'll be talking about: Andrew Tate, Greta Thunberg. Nepo babies. The Free Sussex movement. The Free Sussex movement. Um, How do you solve a problem like Maria? And maybe on New Year's resolutions. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week.